This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Applied Botanics Premium, Consistent, and Affordable Wellness for All. Each of their products features a specialized formula with targeted terpenes to give you a CBD experience that helps you live happy and healthy. And just newly added to their CBD lines, in addition to their drops, are new topicals that you can roll on and edibles to help you find your balance. Visit AppliedBotanics.com today and use code word Project at checkout to receive 30% off your first order. Applied Botanics, live happy and healthy. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Whether you need plants, trees, sod, mulch, rock, flowers, topsoil, grass seed, straw bales, or anything you need to help your lawn look its best, Keller's has you covered. Located in Exeter, Pennsylvania, near Blue Ribbon Dairy on Kern Street. Mums and fall items coming soon. Check out Keller's Garden Center on social media for more information. My guests today are members of the Lehighton-based rock band Another Day Dons. They are set to release a new song called Look At You on August 20th. That's a follow-up to two songs that broke the top 40 on the media-based active rock charts with the songs Forget Me Not and Taste of Heaven. This band was blowing up before the COVID-19 pandemic hit in early 2020. We talk about getting through the pandemic and what they did to focus on themselves and their mental health, writing new music, what it was like opening for huge bands like Godsmack and Daughtry, and what's in store for the band for the rest of 2021, including performing at some big festivals. Welcome to the show, Tyler and Dakota from the band Another Day Dawns. And we're live. Gentlemen, what's going on? Hey, dude. How are you, brother? How are you? I'm doing well. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope that uh, this goes better than the last time that we tried doing this uh, at the radio station. <laughs> that's right. notification <laughs> that it's recording, so that's... that's yeah, good. so that's good. We got... We, <laughs> For those of you listening or watching, we uh, we sat down for an episode of uh, when I had the radio show. It was for the Alt Natives After Hours podcast, and these guys drove, I think, an hour or so to come see me, maybe longer, uh, yeah. in the in the studio in Scranton, Pennsylvania, uh, and we did basically a whole podcast, and it recorded ten seconds of it, and we didn't know. <laughs> So then, so then we, we tried to capture that magic again, uh, and then it did the same thing again. Um, so we, we pushed through the, the third time, but that was like, I, I was embarrassed. I was so embarrassed and so upset. Yeah, well, not the, uh, the, best, the best interview. So hopefully this is a little more controlled. I have, I, hopefully, I, I told Tyler earlier, um, uh, we were waiting for you, that if, this something goes wrong this time. I give up on you. You guys can give up on me. We'll part ways. We'll never talk again. And that'll be the end of it. <laughs> All right. That seems fair. That seems fair. Yeah. 
But hanging out with Tyler and uh, Dakota from uh, the Lee Heighton based rock band, Another Day Dons. Um, you guys have some uh, some news, I guess you could say, a new single being released this month. Um, is there yeah. a date on that? I know it was kind of up in the air. August twentieth. Yep, August twentieth. All right, so there's a there's a hey, date, right. August twentieth. Uh, and that song is called "Look at You." Yep. And we'll get in more into that uh, in a little bit, but. Uh, you guys didn't have to drive very far tonight, so uh, I will feel less bad if something goes wrong. Although uh, Dakota is in his car, and maybe, yeah. maybe he felt that he had to, he had to drive somewhere to <laughs> to do I'm this. I'm currently thing. in traffic while doing this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> With his driver. He's a driver. You know, yeah. Dons has made it big, and Dakota's a driver now, so that's good news. Maybe but, one day. Yeah, well, I mean, I think you guys have uh, have what it takes for sure, and I and I kind of it sucks, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it kind of sucks that like you know what happened uh, in 2020 because I feel like you guys were full steam ahead, uh, the train was moving, uh, and and almost you know you couldn't be stopped, and you guys still did some big yeah. things you know during the pandemic, but like you guys were you know rocking and rolling, no pun intended. Um, you know, what was that like for you guys to have this, like, you know, just, uh, you know, skyrocket up and then kind of, I don't want to say crash because um, that would not be great. But, uh, I mean, talk a little bit about, you know, what the pandemic did to your momentum. Uh, definitely, definitely took the wind out of the sails. I know for uh, me and Tyler, because we were at that point writing most of the band's stuff. Um, and then it kind of, after, after a few weeks of sitting around, we're like, all right. You know, this is this is pretty cool, you know. All right, and then about after like a month or two kicked in, I'm like, I'm going out of my fucking mind. Like I'm already losing it. Like I'm already because we all we all were living together and we're all just like just waiting for John, our manager, to call us up to say, hey, we got this going on. And nothing. Nobody was touring. Nobody was playing shows. And we tried getting on like some um, some shows like for like podcasts and stuff, which that's cool, like some acoustic stuff. But I mean. It was it sucks, Mags. We were on the the billboard, we were going on the charts. We were like 42, 43 with Forget Me Not. That's when we were pushing our heavy stuff. And um it was great. And then that hit kind of like made us all kind of kind of forget who we were for a little bit there. Like that's at least for me. I'm kinda like, oh my God, what what's going on? Definitely a big big toll on the on my mental state of mind more than anything. And physical a little bit. I got the COVID fifteen probably from it, but it was definitely uh it was definitely a mess. Yeah. Did you uh um you you guys, you know, made made it through unscathed, like as far as contracting the virus, or you, you guys good? Yeah, no, I never got it. Cool. Yeah, no. We're Anyone, all good. We're all relaxed. Anyone close to you guys get it? My my old piano teacher is the only one I personally know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was looking for more for an answer of like a brother, or sister, or mother, or father. No, like, no, that's uh, not that I don't care. Piano teacher from second grade. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, not that I don't care about your piano teacher, but yeah, I mean, whatever. Well, that's good. That's good. But yeah, I mean, I, I ask a lot of bands I talk to. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, part of what you guys do is perform out and play out in front of people, and that's kind of an outlet for you guys. Uh, and I was very concerned with the mental health of, of musicians, uh, just because that outlet was, it was no, was no more. Yeah. 
Yeah, I honestly, said, oh, you go, Tyler. Bit, it's okay. Um, for a bit, honestly, the first few months were great, like just writing because with all the shows and like just practicing and nailing the sets we were playing all the time, we didn't have as much time to write as we had liked. So for the first bit, that's when we wrote like all our good stuff. And then, you know, after like month three, which was, you know, just the very beginning, was when it all started to go downhill. But it definitely changed our sound a lot. It definitely changed our whole approach to music. And how so? It was, you know, a lot of the time we we were just such a, like live band we liked playing songs when they were brand new seeing how people reacted like adjusting them according to the crowd so you know a lot of our songs we realized you know sometimes they're just better as live songs and now we were really stepping back and just approaching it <sighs> cody help me out here you're losing me too but i think (laughs) a different perspective maybe yeah uh like we're we're our we have like two major genres that we love pushing out like we love making stuff like uh we have beautiful suicide um forget me not and then we also have like all the alternative like we call it like the the sad boy music that we make that we that we also love for the younger generation kind of so it was like did really well live like i remember anytime even when we were doing like cover songs we'd do like a taking back sunday song it would kill the vibe all that like kind of music just we kind of stayed away from that for a while and just went into our heavier more aggressive side so we definitely yeah. dialed it back but we wanted to obviously keep the good energy in there but it's a lot more like atmospheric it's a lot um more put together it's it's just not straight um it's just not straight rock and roll some songs and some songs they're in your face about it so that's that's like i said that's what we like we like having a little bit of both sides a heavy side to us and then like uh a chill uh driving you know listen to us when you're driving you're smoking drinking whatever you feel like doing just having just laid back not really worrying caring about a thing kind of right uh what part of 2020 that, you know, was there a show that um, you had booked that you were really looking forward to that got canceled that you were like, shit, this fucking sucks. Well, the festivals, <sighs> but you know, they all got rescheduled and they're coming up now. At least all the festivals you said. Uh, yeah. Blue Ridge louder than life. Um, yeah. We didn't, other than that, we didn't really have anything booked, but I think some runs with Adelita's way, which honestly we were all okay with. We'd rather would we told John we'd rather take off those months anyway because we thought it would only be a few months just so we could sit and write a little bit more stuff you know more stuff for the radio and whatnot and then a few months turned into a year and a half later and here we are yeah <laughs> yeah awesome. a, lot of, a lot of bands that uh, I talked to also said that they were able to take uh, the time and you know use it uh, effectively you know regarding you know writing and, and just spending time with. Um, you know, each other or their family more, um, or just, you know, you know, creating, you know, internally. So, uh, yeah. I think a lot of people that, you know, uh, as, as terrible as it was, you know, people died and people lost jobs and people, you know, uh, you know, you name it. But, um, I think a lot of people 
took the time to just kind of reflect on you know who they are and what they wanted out of life and and i think those people who did that you know are, are going to be better off you know after this is yeah. all over i think it's all i think it's i mean i like to think that it's kind of over but you know you look you, you watch the news and it's like uh, no, it's a new strain every day it's almost like the medical marijuana business there's a new strain every day something else i'm like all right come on yeah but that's 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 the good strain you want that stuff that's the good stuff you want it you want to yeah, you want to utilize that. This is the stuff you don't want. I mean, my kid, he's in daycare, and he had um, he was uh, he had a direct contact with someone who tested positive. Uh, it was a, oh, it was one of his Christ. teachers. Yeah, one of his teachers and a, another student in the room. And uh, but it turns out the teacher was also vaccinated. So it was like, wow, what is going on? And 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 now kid, kids are getting it. Which I mean, before it was kind of like, you know they were kind of spared so to speak. And now it's kind of like anyone's kind of fair game. And it's kind of wild. I know. I know. We just got to, we just got to try and, uh, you know, we just got to try and think positive, positive out, out of it. Cause, uh, this politics, it'll eat you. It'll eat you up. If you just think about it all day. I, I was, I've been the whole pandemic been keeping up with it. And after a while, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this is, this is back and forth. I see all over my Facebook left side going off and the right side going off. And you know what I mean? It's just like, my God. Yeah. I just want, I just want to play, man. That's the only high that we get. That's the only high that we get, you know, playing in front of thousands of people on this, on the, I want to see the sea of people at these festivals and this freaking pandemic keeps pushing it further away. I'm going to scream. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't. Um, cause like you said, you guys have a lot of stuff coming up and, um, you know, let's, let's, let's get into that. What uh, do you have this year uh, that people can, uh, you know, look forward to? Well, Cody, do you want to say that? Um, like we were touching a little base on, we got some festivals coming up. We got Blue Ridge. We got Aftershock. Um, what are the ones I'm missing? Aftershock. Louder, uh, louder than life we're on. So we, we got some, uh, we recently signed on with a new booking agent, Nick Storch, which is, which is really huge. He does big bands like uh, nothing more and a few, few other good guys. And um, yeah, blue October, I yeah. guess, which is uh, one of my favorite bands. Yep. Same well, here, same here. What was that? What was that like? What, you know, signing with him and, and kind of uh, uh, seeing what the, the future held that way. He's just um, the right person to put it. Uh, push us in the direction we want to go and you know we've got a couple of dates with Atreyu, um, Nonpoint, and Tetrarch um, so we're really looking forward to that you know Atreyu is a band that you know I definitely got into when I was a lot younger you know and they were taking over the whole metalcore scene um, but you know we're excited to see what happens after this run of festivals too, because we're going to be making a lot of connections with some great bands on those, you know, some of our favorite bands are on them. They're really like some of the best lineups ever. It's the perfect way to come back. So that's what I'm hoping. We just bump elbows with the right people, right? Uh, Right bands, right labels for say, you know what I mean? Just make friends with the right people we got to do out there. If you had your choice of bands that you'd want to meet, whether it's for your career or just personally, you know, who, who do they look like? Ty, you go first. Ooh, well, um, Slipknot for sure. Um, you know, unfortunate right now with Joey. Yeah. Still super sad. I've been 
playing them so much lately. But um, it, that kind of sucks because we were originally supposed to play um, Rocklahoma, which is the only festival we were on with them. And, you know, we're not on that anymore, unfortunately. So we can play with um, Atreyu. But, you know, definitely them. Uh, a day to remember. That's a great band. Them at Blue Ridge. Their, their sets are always so much fun. They know how to, like, have fun with the crowd and make it a good night. Now, were you a fan of the new record? Because they got a lot of heat for that new new album. <laughs> they're not they're not going to hear this, so don't worry about it. You can. Say <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I, I just I don't get it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I mean, there's there's always like you know good hooks, great parts because they're incredible songwriters. It's just you know. Some of it just sounds so different for them, even just Jeremy's voice, I think. So, I don't know. I think I need to approach it with a different mindset. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Maybe I'll give that another try. Yeah, you said you're painting your house, so you can paint your house and you can That's listen true. to... There you go. Yeah. The, rest, the rest of the night is planned for you. Got it. So, did you just buy a house or, or are you just kind of... No, they, um, Nick and Cody, uh, both just moved out. So I've been alone here. Oh, know, man. No, but my girlfriend's moving in now. So that's why we're painting. And, oh, no. Yeah, you know, we thought we could get <laughs> things went from bad to worse. Run, <laughs> run. Dude, they're, they're gonna, she's going to take the, I don't, and I don't know her. I'm, I'm only joking. So if she hears this time, I'm only joking, but they'll take shit over, dude. Oh my God. Oh, uh, we know. <laughs> I mean, know. I remember when I started, started dating my wife, obviously she was my girlfriend at the time. Uh, but, uh, I didn't think she'd stick around for longer than three months. Cause she's way too attractive to, for me. And I thought she'd get smarter sooner or later, but eventually time went on three months, went on four or five, six months. And then all of her stuff's in my apartment. And I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? I mean, it worked out well for me in the end, but uh, yeah, man, <laughs> it, it happens. They just start sneaking shit in. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to the store and get some. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> um, we'll see. You should have her there helping you paint. Well, yeah, she, she's working at night. She's, she's been helping. We, we thought we could get like all of it done this weekend, and now we're like not even fully done with two rooms. So we're, it's, it's a bigger process than i thought i'm going a little crazy here but this interview is a nice break so thank you yeah well you're, you're gonna, <laughs> thank you not to get off topic but i you know it'll be a year ago that we moved into the house that i'm in now and i feel your pain because i we, we moved in knowing we wanted to paint but when we moved in you know day of closing we walk in the house and this woman who owned the house prior to us she painted around this giant like entertainment system on one wall and then another cabinet on another wall. So it went from having to, you know, you know, we'll paint in maybe a month or so to we have to paint right now because there's an outline, a giant outline of this entertainment system that we didn't see because when we were looking at the house, the entertainment system was there. 
So we actually painted, I think, our entire downstairs, uh, everything except for the, the first floor bathroom. And, it, and then we had to leave for vacation the next day. It was just, uh, you know, yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. And we came home from vacation and kept going uh, to the upstairs. But uh, I feel your pain. It's not fun. That paint will be on your arm for at least another week or two. I know this is primer. It's, it's on there pretty good. That's why I have a sweater on right now. I tried to like shower and get nice for this, but well, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler drove an hour just you know just out of you know necessity, and you put on a nice sweater. So thank you, thank you both. <laughs> but uh, you know, as far as the, the band goes, um, let's talk about the new song. Uh, the song is called "Look at You." It's coming out August twentieth. Um, I've heard it. I've had the, the, the honor of hearing it early. Uh, John, give it to you. John. He did. He did. And we'll talk about him too. He, he gave it to me. Um, and it's very reminiscent of 30 seconds to Mars for me. We've been getting that a lot. That's which I, I'm, which I love. So that's, that's a good compliment. Like I said, it's, it's kind of more an alti, um, just a little bit more of a younger sound which we want to balance, you know what I mean? So we could kind of balance in the metal core realm and then balance in the all T like 30 seconds of Mars, take it back Sunday. People just screaming along with me. That's kind of what we were going for. I feel like that's like the song that came the most naturally to us too. Yeah. It's really like raw also. It's just like, you know, it's not the approach of like most bands, how, you know, today you have a whole session open and you can analyze it from the very beginning. We just like sitting in a room, all four of us anymore and jamming out. And that's exactly how the song happened. Like yep. just started with the riff and then it just flowed right into everything leading up to the chorus. And that's, that's kind of how we got the feeling for our older stuff, like taste of heaven, like, and forget me not. And just those songs kind of like, kind of wrote themselves like we'd either jerome or tyler would start off with a, a lick and then we'd look at each other and then we'd go and i'd already have lyrics in my head i already have melody in my head and then we'd go to the course and be like this is this is this is something here and this is how we felt for look at you even though it's kind of a different i don't want to say different direction it's just not as a heavy direction as everyone expects coming after you know forget me not yeah well i mean i i, I imagine that you'll have, or I hope you do anyways, uh, similar success that you had with uh, Forget Me Not and Taste of Heaven. You know, you, you were on the media base rock charts. I think you broke the top 40 with both of those oh, yeah. songs. So, I mean, if, it sounds like it's a similar process. I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a great song. Um, so, hopefully, yeah, hopefully you have the same success with that. Oh, yeah. That's what, that's what we're hoping for. What do you think, Ty? You think we got one or what? I think so. I think... <laughs> I don't know. This is this is it's the least safe song I think we've ever had. So it's uh, there's always that little scare, but like I'm still very confident in it. It's definitely different. I mean, I mean, for me, when I heard it, I, I do hear you know the thirty seconds to Mars. But for me, it was it was just uh, a constant like it started here and it stayed here and just kind of kept going. There was never like a you know, a build up and then a, a come down and then things like that. It was just kind of like, here it is. Yeah. And we're going to be in your face the entire time. And when I say in your yeah. face, it's not aggressive, but it's just, it's, it's there, you know? Yeah. It just yeah. felt like the most we're back song. 
Yeah. But it cool. shows a, like a little bit mu- musicianship for the guys. And then it still has my hooks and choruses that are still going to be having people sing along. And that's mostly what we want. And, you know, we don't want to, we don't want the guys playing simple stuff where they're getting bored, but then at the same time, you got to play stuff that is going to be radio friendly and sure. stuff that people are going to be able to mosh to or dance to without going off beat on them. And I think, I think we nailed that pretty well. Yeah, and talk about the radio because you've been on uh, several uh, stations um, in northeastern Pennsylvania. I imagine you've probably been on some other ones, but I know you were on, you know, one of the uh, the top rock stations in our area, uh, 97.9 X, a couple times, a few times. I'm sure this will this song will be on there too. I think I saw it on social media that it will be. Um, but what was like? What was that like for you guys as far as you know being on? Uh, uh, an active rock station and a, and a popular one at that. And, um, you know, it wasn't like it was, you know, shoved on a, a Saturday night on an alternative station on a Saturday, like you were with me, like you were like drive time on 979 X. <laughs> so that, that had to be pretty cool. Yeah, no, we, you know, especially after, you know, they used to support bands like Breaking Ben like that and Fuel like that, and now they're supporting us like that. So that gives us really good hopes. And yeah. they're seriously, like the nicest people ever, too. Like anytime they can do anything for us, they're there. And yeah. it is crazy because, like, I grew up always like loving that. It's like my favorite station that my dad would put on. So. Yeah, they're good yeah. people over there. I, I couldn't say that before because I was on a competing station. But yeah, Duffy and <laughs> and uh, Lazy E and Dory and all those guys over there, yeah. they're, they're great. And not that we were ever uh, not nice to each other. I mean, Duffy used to work over with the stations that I was with. I'm no longer there. I, I left there back in uh, January. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's got to be a cool feeling to hear not only you know not only just hear your song on the radio, but to hear it on you know a, a top station like that. Yeah, people yeah. still like Snapchat me that like people I haven't talked to in a while. Like, yo, you're on ninety seven nine X. Were you were you on other stations outside of uh, this area? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, uh, Cody, can we'll you leave it at that. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't name the ones. I know John probably has a list of them, but there's probably about twelve to fifteen stations that, like, I know there's one up in North or South Carolina that was yeah, representing um, us. Hard Drive. Yeah, they they spun us a bit. Um, hard like, Drive. Uh, Lou Lou Brut Lou Brutus spun us a few times up there. Like, uh, I don't know, cool. just some just some good stations, some podcasts also too. Yeah. That's great. I'm sorry to put you on the spot. I mean, there's probably tons of them, like you said, and it's, it's probably hard to remember. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's got to be really, really wild. And you mentioned, um, you know, you're, you're talking about, you know, targeting your music to a younger audience. Um, and I kind of know what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But can you kind of uh, elaborate on that to, to, you know, like when you say younger audience, what do you, what do you, because you guys aren't old. <laughs> so it's almost like without like i don't want to we don't want to badger like any bands we toured with or whatever but like we went from playing with buck cherry for a few nights to playing with save and able to playing with and then it's almost like we went from that to the crowd of like issues to crowd of motionless and that's that's kind of where we see ourselves in the realm like of having that that good crossover where we still got 
like the grunge sound because i still get uh told today we sound like some stp some stone temple pilots and then we also like the beautiful like the beautiful suicide sound which is fits right in the realm with motionless and white crowds like the warp tour crowds and that's kind of that's kind of what we wanted to mold at least this song for look at you for is all the all the kids and all the the teens preteens whatever and um just have a little bit more more oomph to it i understand i mean you don't want old people like me out there (laughs) i get it i get it i understand i get it and um I mean, as far as obviously the younger audience streams music these days, we're not, we're not buying albums. Uh, we're not buying records and things like that. How, how important is it, is your, um, you know, presence on, you know, the Spotify's and, and the apples and um, talk a little bit about that because it's, you know, that kind of world for musician is much different than what it was when I was you know younger because we had records. You guys are living in a streaming space. So what's that? What's that like? Really hard to understand. (laughs) But, um, you know, yeah. um, Getting on, like, steady algorithms and um, keeping a consistent fan base on Spotify and stuff like that is really huge. Um, And, you know, our song Taste of Heaven hit a million streams a little bit ago. And, like, stuff like that's really big to push anymore. And, you know, that opens up a lot of doors for you. That looks really good. Um, Because, you know, I feel like that's how a lot of people these days judge other bands real quick is, you know, they'll check their Spotify, you know, their numbers and their monthly listeners. You know, it's the most real way to detect activity these days, honestly. Activity, see how many how many fans you have to bring to the table and whatever like that. Yeah, I agree. It's really um, good too to like check out your markets on there too. Right. So, you know, that's why we're trying to aim to get on a lot of these playlists with, you know, bands like Cody said, motionless issues. Um, Right. So if you had your way, would you want to, would you want to, would you want to sell? You He's, like to sleep more. <laughs> He's very tired. And, all right. He's painting himself to death. <laughs> He's off in those fumes. I forgot to open. <laughs> Make sure those windows are open now. <laughs> I'm like, did he, did he freeze? Did his screen freeze? <laughs> He's like, issues. <laughs> all right. Ew. Oh, wake up. <laughs> but, Think of other bands. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, Johnny? <laughs> no, I mean, if you guys had your way, like, would you would you prefer to? I mean, obviously, as we advance and the technology exists, you know, like you said, you can find out where fan bases are, and you can probably you can probably find out that hey, you know, X amount of people in Europe are listening, or whatever it might be. Uh, but like, would you do you like that kind of aspect, or would you rather like sell physical copies of albums? I mean, you make way more money on albums, like physical sales. So, right. That's, know, that's where, yeah, that's where it comes in because the streams and numbers look good. But then also, when you after when you just get done playing a show and you're saying next to the merch table, it also looks good when people are still buying your CDs and want you to sign the CDs. That's why we still 
we still continue to have them because we just got done playing with seven dust down here in, um, in Bethlehem at, uh, arch quest. And we killed it in March, killed it. People are still, people are going crazy over the CDs still. They're, they're shocked that bands are still having them. And I feel like that's, that's a cool way to like, that's a cool way to stick with fans, you know? Cause there's fans that bought our very first CD that has like four, three songs on it. That sounds like complete ass to us at least. <laughs> and then they're like, remember when you guys signed this back in 2012? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you guys held on to that. Like my God. So I think I, I love that kind of stuff. But then like Tyler said, the streams and numbers, at least to a label and at least to a club owner look better than, Oh, we sold a hundred CDs tonight. You know what I mean? Like, so it's tough. Yeah. I mean, there's bands that are uh, making cassettes. If you're, yeah. uh, if you believe that, which I don't understand. That's yeah, too backwards. I think. Right. I don't even like, like records. Like I, I don't understand it. I mean, I, I was yeah. buying CDs for the yeah. longest time. I, I was still buying CDs, still going to the, uh, Joe Nardone's gallery of sound. And every week I would drop like 60 bucks a week. And then it just got to the point where I'm like, man, I can't keep doing this. Like I'm spending like $300 a, a month on music. Cause I, I still wanted to support the artist. I still wanted to do that. Yeah. But like, it's so difficult to keep doing that. Cause I would even come home. I put it on my computer and I would transfer it to my iPod. Cause I had one of those giant uh, iPod classics that was like, <laughs> I, forget, I forget how big that was. I think it was like 64 gigs. Um, so I didn't even like, like the CD was out for a second and back in, but like, I can't, I think like, this is so easy and I have, I have everything yeah. it, it's, but it's like, it sucks for you guys because you know, you don't get paid that much on streams. Like you said. So it's like, it's a double edged yeah. sword. That's crazy, man. Spotify and all of them, they rip off artists, man. Like Tyler said, our song taste, I haven't hit 1 million. And I think we saw maybe 200 bucks from that. I'm not, not even maybe. So it's like, wow. You can't I even used, give us like half that. It's our fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, I used to get in fights with my friend all the time because he was like, "Well, the band should just write better songs." I'm like, "That's not the fucking point, man. They're not getting paid shit for anything yeah. that they're making." I said, "You got it. You should be buying the CDs." And, and again, like I I pushed for that for so long, and like, yeah, yeah you can't blame people for like, yeah, it's you, convenience. You but it sucks. But like, but you know, to what you said before, you're able to play shows and sell merch, which I think is the way every band really made their money. Even you know, when times of selling albums were were good, I mean, people and the bands made money off tours and, and selling merch. So, yeah, at least there's still that. Exactly, and that 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 merch too at the end of the night saves the band, puts money in their tour bus, their RV, whatever they're using. You know what I mean? So we sell 100 CDs. That's getting us from one venue to the next. So. We appreciate the people still buying the CDs, man. That helps. Hell yeah. And you said you guys opened or played with seven dust. Yeah, man, that was crazy. I was that just, was uh, I was just talking to, uh, ML and Justin, uh, of eternal frequency last night. Um, Ooh. we brought you guys up for a second, but they were also at that show. Oh, okay. Wait, yeah, they were, they were at the oh, show. No, they were at their uh, show in Harrisburg. I think we were. Oh, okay. Bethlehem. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. You're right. They still sell the band. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. They also, they also, I mean, they also saw Seven Dust recently. Sorry. No, I mean, hey, when you're right, you're right. I'd rather be called out. Oh, but it's, it's crazy, man. We were the, 
first to three, first to four on there. And <clears throat> just being that, we brought so much of a home crowd because Bethlehem is almost pretty much like our home crowd now just because of how much we reached out uh, nationally with tours and stuff. Bethlehem is the closest for people in New Jersey to come see us. You know what I mean? It's right across there. So we played we played that and a few hundred fa- of our own fans came out and that was that was pretty cool to see along with Seven Dust fans. So And it, they just put on one hell of a show, man. My God. Their uh, their new stuff is even heavier than their old stuff, and it's just really? crazy. I I got to sit down and talk to Morgan for about an hour after this set, and uh, he loved the band. We were only supposed to play Friday, and then at the end of the convo, he pretty much got his management and our manager John to talk and to get us on the Saturday's bill because they were there two nights in a row. So that's how. Long story short, that's how we got to get on for the second night because he dug the band pretty well, and he was just he was just awesome. down to earth, man. He was really, awesome. was a really cool dude. That's awesome. And John Phillips helped you get there. Yeah. Who, who would have thought? Yeah, he, he had us chatting with um, uh, Cody. Helped me with the name. Um, their stage manager, Seven Dust. Is oh, one God. Of buddies, so. I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but he was like one of the nicest nicest stage people back there. Usually they're either, don't step on my wires or something back there. This guy, this guy was making sure we're getting on stage all right having no problems and uh, yeah everyone there was great everyone at arts quest yeah, everyone at arts quest they must remember because a few years ago we played back with uh godsmack and daughtry so i'm assuming it's the same hand same people out there because i saw a couple of familiar faces in that so it's always cool to, to have that familiar sense around you know so you've played with uh godsmack and daughtry yep. yeah two two big names i mean what what uh, you've played with a lot of big names um and you guys are young. It's like, how, how do you, uh, obviously, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep a humble mind, but like, there's not a lot of people that, you know, kind of stay as level headed as you guys are, you know, playing an opening for bands like that. Like that's, that's a wild. Yeah. No, that was a, that was a surreal feeling, man, especially for the, the Godsmack we were up there in Bethlehem steel stacks. And that's for, 10,000 seats, 15,000 seats. And we got there and there, we were the first band once doors opened, like doors opened at five. We went on probably six, six thirty, And there was still four or 5,000 people there for us for the first band. And that's, that was so, that was so sick. That's awesome. It was amazing. That's great. Well, guys, I, I mean, I probably could talk to you guys all night, but I want to let Tyler get back to painting and I want to quit while I'm ahead. I have not, uh, screwed up the stream yet uh, or the recording <laughs> rather and i don't want to <laughs> but who knows i mean i could pr- i can't stop right now and i could you know lose everything so i want to quit while i'm ahead well real quick um i think we want to mention we didn't mention our show at the wooden match did we that's our next show around here yes please by all means promote what you have coming up promote the music you have online whatever you gotta do yeah um august 14th we're at the wooden match and like you said, um, you had ML on eternal frequency or there with us and Huxley. Um, and music fest is always wild. And the yeah, that's going to be crazy there. It's free, free event, all ages. And, um, it's going to be our last show right before we pretty much last local show until we um, head out with the tree. So it's going to, that's going to be sick. We're looking forward to that. All right. Uh, full disclosure. I don't know when this is going to go online. I'm waiting for the uh, approval from John Phillips. 
so well, if this if this goes up <laughs> after the 14th uh ignore everything that tyler just said <laughs> yeah. the show's over you can't thank go to you, it thank you um <laughs> i bet it was awesome but but if if it's if it goes up before that make sure you check out the show because like they said it's the last local show for a little bit so and as far as where can people get you online i'm sure it's pretty easy but for those of you know out there who are uh you know not familiar yeah it's just uh, our website anotherdaydons.com and then on facebook and instagram it's the same just look up another day dons and we'll be right there we got uh we're always posting daily so cool no twitter john says we have one but i, I don't know i don't think none of us use it yeah I go through phases of Twitter, but I never stick with Twitter, and we're all just bad at it. So. I can't, I can't comprehend it. I don't know. It just seems <laughs> yeah, it's chaos. One of my least favorite apps. <laughs> yeah, but also, I, Facebook is not my friend right now because for some reason, um, they have taken away the ability for me to advertise. Um, I wasn't breaking any rules that I'm aware of. But they just they took my ad account away. So I you know I would just like throw like ten bucks here and there at these podcasts to help get a little extra exposure. And I don't yeah, know. And I got, I can't get a hold of anybody either. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Give, give John Phillips a call. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Not for nothing. <laughs> what about TikTok? You on TikTok? No, let's. I don't know. We we tried doing that, but that's either goofy or it's just a bunch of teen girls shaking their ass. It makes me uncomfortable. So I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's that's a not weird, one of my. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird platform because I I keep saying I'm not a I'm not funny and b I don't really have the time to try and and be that funny and or like you know take all those videos and edit them together. I don't even know. How, maybe it's easier than I think it is. It I have no takes, idea. It takes hours hours to edit those thirty seconds. Yeah, it's just supposed to be this quick little digestible. Haha, scroll. Haha, scroll. <laughs> that, that's what I do. I mean, people put so much into this and like are actual like big stars because yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I laugh. Exactly. I, ha- I have it. I don't post. Uh, I just you know kind of scroll. I love the food when they're they're showing like cooks how people are cooking food. I love watching that. Dude, some of these life hacks things. Uh, did you know that your dishwasher has a filter? No. Your fucking dishwasher has a filter on the bottom. <laughs> I've, I'm 38 years old, and I've never changed a filter in a dishwasher. <laughs> I didn't know it existed until just like two months ago. All, all these people sitting around, got nothing to do. They're finding shit out. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it's coming up, these TikToks. Oh, man. That's another thing making me mad. These like these people are up there shaking their ass and whatnot. They get how many millions likes, and then we we try putting something up for the band, uh, hundred views. I'm like, I fucking quit. I'm done. I think I'm done. Dude, I mean, women have uh, a huge advantage over us. All they have to do, all they have to do, is do a wink. A wink. <laughs> That's all I got to do. A wink, just a little, little, little bit of cleavage. That's it. That's it. And us men are idiots. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, she, she wants to bang me. She wants to bang. Yeah. Yep. Better, 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 better like this. Better like it. Better share it. Yep. Jesus. 
Oh man. Well, before we get off the rails too far, um, now we're going down a rabbit hole. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to get myself in trouble, Uh, (laughs) but thank you guys so much for doing this tonight. I wish you the best of luck with the new, the new song. Uh, Again, that is called look at you uh, August 20th. Uh, obviously available on all the streaming platforms and uh, catch them on uh, their local radio station, 979X, I'm sure coming up soon as well, but uh, best of luck on tour, best of luck with the festivals, best of luck with everything and uh, hopefully i see you guys sooner than later. Dude, thank you. Yeah. yeah, thank you for taking the time, man. It means a lot to us, for real. All right, well, thank, thank me when this... Spot at a show for you. What's that? If you ever want to come out, we got a spot at a show for you. All right, I'll take yeah. you up on that for sure. But don't thank me until this goes up, you know, full audio, full video. You All thank right. me then because I, well, I, don't, I don't trust anything yet. Well, Phillips, look it over. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank All right, you, guys. brother, for real. Thanks a lot. Hey, buddy. We'll see you. Later.